Howdy, folks, and welcome to A Green Way Forward. I'm your co-host, David Cobb, joined by Michael O'Neill from Syracuse, New York. Hey, Michael. Hey, David. How are you? I'm great. And I'm really excited, Michael, to be doing this program because, folks, on this program, Michael and I are doing open lines, but a specific type of open lines because we have made the commitment uh, to really solicit from you, the viewer, listener, what do you want out of a Greenway Forward? How can we improve this topic? So Michael and I have created a survey, which if you are watching live on Facebook live stream, you can access. Michael will drop it into the link right now. Please do take that survey. If you're listening to us on a podcast, thank you for that. Uh, and please know that you can go to the website, agreenwayforward.org, take the survey. And also, we ask everyone to please go to that website and sign up so that we can continue to build an audience for a Green Way Forward, even as we improve it. Michael, before I dive right in, I want to ask, are there any sort of opening or framing uh, thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience? most interested in finding out is like, I mean, we've been doing this for a while now, David, and we've, we've had different people on, we've, we've tried different formats. And so, um, and you know, we're, we're here on the live stream. We're also on the podcast at a greenwayforward.org. So of the different things that we've tried, what do people find memorable or what are they most excited about seeing in the future? Or what do they want to see more of, or what did they think maybe didn't work as well as it could have? Absolutely. And again, folks, that's why on this 30-minute broadcast, this 30-minute podcast, we're really going to be focusing on the show itself. So we'll get kicked off, started right away by being very blunt, candid, and transparent. Both Michael O'Neill and I think the, quote, mission, end quote, of a green way forward is twofold. First, to educate and promote the concept of eco-socialism as we understand it, and second, to assist Green Party members to become more effective social change agent. So what we're going to do now is ask people on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you support each of these goals? So question one on the survey, how much do you, and one is strongly oppose, 10 is strongly support, uh, five, of course, is right in the middle, how much do you support the goal of educating or promoting the concept of eco-socialism? So, Michael, I'll put you on the spot and say, if you were taking this survey on a scale of uh, one to ten, where would you put? Uh, where would you rank yourself for the goal of educating and promoting the concept of eco-socialism? Uh, wow, that is a big question, and I. I mean, I'm part of this show, right? Uh, you and I came up with the survey together. So uh, I'll put myself at a 10. And Good. Uh, That's the right answer, by okay. the way, Michael. I know I put you on the spot. Okay. But in, a, in, in Southern speak or in baseball illusion, we'd say, son, that was a softball. You All were right. supposed to hit that one out of the park. Okay. So what <laughs> did I win, David? Is that so, a, so I a can of turtle wax or a, a toaster for that? Or what's my, what's my prize? <laughs> <laughs> well, your prize is actually uh, a follow-up question, and that is, in your estimation, what do you mean when you use the phrase eco-socialism? I think that uh, eco-socialism is best described as 
organizing our society around uh, the distribution of goods and services by need instead of using markets and and economic democracy so that we have a democracy in our our working lives and in the way that we arrange our society in addition to just how we vote for people but the eco part of it is to address that the the earth is the ultimate commons and so we have to make decisions in accordance with harmony of the earth as the crises with climate change that we're facing is the most uh, huge example and that we have to make our decisions so that uh, we have justice in, in how we're relating to our environment and that we're making sure that the, the people who are most affected by our impact on the environment, uh, the most marginalized groups are not bearing the brunt of, of our decisions. So, Michael, I'm going to give you an A. And the only reason I'm not giving you an A plus is because on the eco part, uh, you kept it human centric and did not mention uh, other species and other life forms. So just so you know, that would have gotten you an A plus. And I'm being a bit of a smart ass, I know, by just assigning you a grade as if I have the authority to do that. But I do t- uh, want to uh, point out that, like you, I think that the concept of eco-socialism is a merger of both the red and the green. The red, of course, representing the concept of socialism uh, itself, which at its core is about both economic democracy as uh, well as fundamental justice and fairness based on need uh, instead of markets or profit. And the eco part is the understanding of ecology, the interconnectedness of all life itself. So to me, uh, I think the Green Party is by its very definition and its four pillars internationally and it's the 10 key values of the U.S. Green Party is in fact an eco-socialist party. And I always find it interesting that there are some folks who seem to struggle with that a little bit. So uh, with that, why don't we go on to the very next question? And Michael, if there's anything in the comments uh, that you want to share with us at any point, just sort of jump in. In the meantime, I'll go to question number two that we're encouraging our listeners uh, and viewers to both answer and or comment on on the live stream. And that is our belief, that is Michael and David Cobb believe that the second mission of a Green Way Forward is to assist Green Party members to become more effective social change agents. So again, Michael, uh, since we already know that you and I both rate that as a number 10, I'll ask you what uh, the the phrase social change agent, what does that mean to you and why use that phrase instead of just activist or organizer? That's a great question, David. Actually, I'm going to turn it back to you because you drafted that wording in the survey. <laughs> so I would love to know what your thoughts are on that phrasing. Uh, fair enough. And, and it is true, folks, that Michael and I both, we authored this together, but that particular question was mine. Uh, and I actually, because to me, both activist, organizer, and social change agent sometimes gets used interchangeably. I actually think that they are subtle but very profound differences. The, the biggest uh, uh, change that I want to uh, sort of lift up is the difference between activist and organizer. An activist is typically a fairly reactive thing, that you are actively involved in protest or demonstration uh, or so forth. It is a very uh, – it is an active uh, word, right? It is uh, – and so activist is a way to sort of describe that. The concept of an organizer 
usually, though, is more based on relationship. It is more based on actually bringing people together in a collective kind of format. Almost always, ultimately, it's about acting collectively together, but it is much more focused on the uh, the relationship itself. Uh, and oftentimes, in fact, usually uh, is much less prescriptive uh, and much more willing to say whatever the collective good that comes out of it. The reason that I use social change agent in this questionnaire is because I am committed to transformation and, and genuinely revolutionary change. So social change is the idea of making the commitment to that level of transformational change. Uh, it's another way, frankly, to say revolutionary without it being off-putting to some people. So the way I would answer the question, why choose the word social change agent, is to own the fact that Michael O'Neill and David Cobb are committed eco-socialist nonviolent revolutionaries and that we're not actually trying to pretend as if you can just backdoor your way into that new world. Well, let's get uh, to where the rubber hits the road here, David, which is uh, can a live stream actually function in this, uh, in this way that we're describing, right? So um, do you folks think that, that this has any use for helping greens to become more effective in their organizing and in their participation in movements and what kind of shows or, or what kind of topics or, or formats could we be doing that would be more helpful to greens in their campaigning and their party building in their movement work and outside of greens, just any allies and friends who uh, we welcome to this show. Fantastic. And thank you so much, Michael. And that brings us to the very next question, which is an open ended question. And that is a request for suggestions for other goals for the program. In other words, when Michael and I say we are really open to soliciting input, uh, and that we think of a green way forward as a collective relationship with you, the audience, you, the viewer, listener. Uh, we're quite sincere. That's not just a glib sort of, you know, marketing linguistic, uh, linguistic flourish. I mean, we really want to know if there is another goal to the program that we should be thinking about. We want to solicit to, to you. And, uh, on that note, we're going to now go back to the scale of one to 10. Uh, and uh, I'm going to ask, the, read out the questions one by one. Encourage you remember take the the, the survey yourself. On uh, it's it's embedded in the comments. It's also online available at agreenwayforward.org. So on a scale of one to ten, with one being the very least excited, ten being the most excited. How excited are you about our monthly conversations with Green Party co-chair? Gloria Matera or other national party officers. And I should say a reminder next week is the uh, conversation with Gloria Matera. Another show that we've been doing repeatedly and plan and would like to continue to do is what we call open lines where there's not any topic set at all, but we just comment on and have uh, both conversation and discourse based on whatever you the audience ascend in. And again, the same one to 10 scale. The third type of show, interview with other social change agents slash organizers. See how I did that, Michael? Included both social change and organizer into it. Uh, the, uh, the fourth 
kind of show, our interview with Green Party candidates. We've had some phenomenal candidates. Howie Hawkins, uh, the campaign that you just managed to secure Green Party ballot access for another four years, was one of our very uh, popular candidates. We had Kenneth Mejia and Rodolfo Bergen. Uh, we had Aaron Camacho. You know, we've had a number of candidates. So my question is, uh, our, our question to you, the audience, is how excited are you about giving this as a platform to candidates? Another idea that we wanted to put out is how excited would you be about discussing proposals pending before the Green National Committee? Michael, I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to kick it to you to actually help people what do we mean when we say proposals pending before the Green National Committee? What is the Green National Committee and what the heck are these proposals? The Green National Committee. And I can take it on if you want me to. The Green National Committee is the decision making body for our national party, the Green Party of the United States. Each state and uh, also uh, different identity caucuses within the Green Party have delegates. Uh, who are voting representatives on the Green National Committee. That committee also has different working committees that do uh, work appropriately enough on different aspects, such as the party website and on some different issues and things like that. But the, the main national body votes on any number of things, ranging from administrative functions of the party to resolutions on party positions on subjects ranging from uh, our country's involvement in foreign wars and occupations to the Green New Deal and uh, and and anything having to do with our current horrible presidential administration and uh, past and future horrible presidential administrations. <laughs> so well said, Michael. And, and uh, in other words, folks, what we're talking about is with this question, how interested would you be about really doing uh, analysis around the proposals that are actually pending. And some of them can be, at least amongst Greens, quite controversial. Hint, hint, the question of whether the Green Party should be a dues-paying organization uh, is something that gets debated furiously uh, and frequently. And I suspect that there'll be a proposal there. Uh, there are also internal proposals, uh, external proposals. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things, inc- including our platform position. And then the last open topic that we have is how interested are you in what we think of as the deep dive on issues or topics? As an example, uh, we had Ursula Rosam on to talk about single payer health care, and she did a phenomenal job on that particular topic. Uh, we had Mark Dunley on uh, to talk uh, about the climate crisis. Uh, he did a remarkable job uh, on that program. Uh, you know, uh, we have had a number of issues and topics that we've actually uh, uh, done, and we're curious how excited you are about those. And again, the same one to ten uh, project. And then again, we have an open uh, question to see: Are there topics that you would like to see, which is open ended? And I'm wondering, Michael, uh, if there's anything that you would like to share at this point. Yeah, um, we have some feedback here from the live chat. Uh, Cheryl is saying she likes the deep dives on issues. And we have uh, Julian saying, uh, how about electoral reform and election integrity? Uh, we, we, that is a, a popular issue frequently within our, our audience. Uh, Ryan writes in to say, so this is a tough one, 
But if the Democrats successfully push renewables uh, slash the free market kicks in, would the green part of the name would lose its meaning? So I think what Ryan is asking is if a if certain versions of the Green New Deal, as are maybe being discussed by politicians like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, if that gets pushed through, um, but it's not actually changing our market or, or it's or it's not eliminating the market and still relying on markets, is that still a Green New Deal? And is that something that we would still... No, I'll cut to the chase. Yeah. The answer is no, it's not. Right. So, but, uh, like, so uh, what I was... Th- I think Ryan is, is bookmarking that as a topic for us to dive into in a ah. future show, right? Which I think is a great <laughs> one, right? How do we handle the popularization slash possible dilution of the Green New Deal or a just transition as that idea becomes more widespread? So... Uh, I got to say, Brian, like not only is that such a good provocative title, you literally got me to violate the rule that I had with Michael that we were not going to get into any substantive thing. We were only going to talk about the process of the show and the show titles. And that topic is so interesting to me that I began to talk about it on a substantive nature. So I'm just owning that uh, and admitting to Michael, uh, who I saw snicker at me, uh, uh, that I totally violated what I, what I exhorted him not to allow us to do. I think we all find your enthusiasm infectious, David. And, uh, that's, you know, part of the, part of the magic of this time that we share together. Well, it's fun. You know, Michael, one of, uh, one of my very dear friends once said, you know, Cobb, you're like a puppy. You just jump in somebody's lap and start to lick their face. And like the puppy I am, I said, Oh, thank you so much. And I'll never forget. She looked me right in the eyes and she said, you know, not everybody likes that. <laughs> and as the puppy that I am, I immediately got the droopy eyes and I thought, oh, and then you know what? I thought to myself, you know what? Screw anybody who don't like a puppy. If you don't like the fact that I'm infectious and enthusiastic, just brush me aside. I'll get over it uh, and we can still work together. But I'm going to hold on to my puppy dog enthusiasm, even as I go to continue the survey to ask you, the viewer, listener, how excited are you about interviews with journalists and authors to unpack their articles and books? For example, I think about Kali Akuno, uh, the co-author and editor of Jackson Rising, uh, outlining their amazing experiment in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, I, I uh, think about the amazing conversation uh, that we had with Lee Camp uh, to talk about uh, the the uh, the the special that he uh, was hosting uh, through Redacted Tonight. I can tell you uh, that Dietrich Cohen, a, a longtime listener and a very frequent contributor of su- show suggestions and ideas, has already put uh, Peter Phillips, the co-creator uh, of um, Project Censored, and his latest book uh, in the mix. So. Uh, there are probably other uh, journalists and authors that we've had on, but how interested are you, the viewer, on a scale of one to ten on that? And then lastly, we did put other show formats, and I'm going to put you on the spot, Michael, if you could share with viewers, like when we say other show formats, what are we actually sort of soliciting there? Well, um Anything that our audiences can think of, I guess one of the reasons I included that question is for the things that I haven't thought of yet. And so, but off the top of my head, 
Uh, maybe people would like to see a 24-hour marathon of us playing Coopoly or another radical board game on on uh, Twitch.tv. Who knows? Uh, maybe they would like to see uh, maybe a group discussion like we've done in the past. Maybe they would like to um, have live interactive polls while we're on the air together. Now, we're using a Google Doc uh, for this, or a Google Form, I should say, to collect people's um Input because we want to have this survey uh, over a number of weeks, but maybe there are questions that we just want answers for uh, just within that live program. Maybe we do it on Twitter. Maybe we do it here within Facebook. Um, so yeah, those are some of the maybe more experimental uh, ideas that come to All mind. All right, Mike Neal, like uh, it, picking up the, uh, the 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 out of the blue question and and again uh, knocking it out of the park. Uh, the I will say, since you dropped that board game, Michael O'Neill and every listener, if you have not yet seen or played Class Struggle, the board game, I strongly recommend it. If for no other reason, because the cover of uh, Class Struggle is an arm wrestling competition between Karl Marx uh, and greedy monopolist uh, 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 industrialist. Uh, the board that that board game is hilarious, and I don't think I I'm rooting it for anyone when I say that the there are only two possible endings if you play class struggle all the way to the end. Michael O'Neill, do you know what the two possible endings of that board game are? Well, uh, I'll, I can tell from your silence you do not. I'll give you the answer. One is the glorious workers' paradise as a result of. Successful class struggle. That's one way it can end. The only other way that that game ends is thermonuclear destruction of planet Earth. Uh, wow. So if you play it to the end and the industrialist wins, they literally destroy the planet. High stakes. So just uh, uh, <laughs> right real politics. So, uh, Michael, do you want me to keep reading these questions or would you like to take it over? I'll take it over. Uh, so I'm really curious about... Yeah, look, I'm a media junkie. That's what you got to know about me. And you know, I have a, a background in media studies. And so I'm always interested in the different reasons that people tune into a particular show or listen to a particular podcast. And sometimes they're not obvious. So, um, you know, we, we're talking to a few different audiences here. We're talking to longtime Green Party folks. We're talking to people who maybe were just more fans of, of the Dr. Jill Stein fan page, but don't have a lot of connection to the Green Party outside of that. And, and we're talking to people who maybe are just brand new to all of this. And so I wanted to know what motivations people have for tuning into this program, especially if they are repeat members of our audience. So is it the interviews uh, that you find interesting? Is it to get a sense of current events from a Green Party perspective? Is it to feel like you're connected to a broader Green Party community? And maybe in drafting this these questions, I was tipping my hand a little bit about why I produce this show and why I care about this show. Do folks uh, like to like our focus on news about the Green Party and about Green Party candidates specifically? Do you uh, enjoy hearing more about the political parties of, uh, pardon me, the political priorities of the Green Movement and topics such as the Green New Deal? our prioritization of voting justice and electoral reform, 
publicly financed campaigns and ending the corruption and putting a spotlight on the corruption that's administered by the two corporate parties. And for, for some folks, maybe this is something you just like to watch uh, as just part of your evening entertainment. And it's something you like to listen to in the background while you're jogging or watching, washing the dishes or walking the dog. And so for all those reasons, I'm, I'm really curious to find out why people tune in. Awesome. Folks, I'll take this opportunity to remind you that you are watching A Green Way Forward and or listening to A Green Way Forward. We're doing a survey. You, If you're watching Facebook Live, you can take that survey. It's in the comments right away. If you're coming to us late, either from uh, Facebook or just listening on a podcast, go to the website agreenwayforward.org and fill out that survey. Uh, we also have a question very concretely and specifically to ask if you want to help support the show. Uh, for example, we have needs in technical support. We have need for help in marketing this show. We need help in scheduling interviews. We need research help for particular show topics. Uh, there is a broad range of uh, help and support that we're soliciting, requesting, and we include other because if there is something that you want to offer to help support a Greenway Forward that we haven't identified, we would like to encourage you to share that with us. Uh, Michael, we've also updated our podcast archive, and so we would like to ask you, the viewer listener, how likely would you be to subscribe to a Greenway Forward if we actually kept it up to date? One is live stream is the only way that's going to work for me. Ten is I would much prefer a podcast version instead of the live stream. So one is live stream only. Ten is please, please, please podcast. And I'm going to ask you, what do you mean when you say kept up to date? Like, are we talking about within 24, 48 hours up to date? Uh, something a little longer? What do you think? We'll have new episodes posted by uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time the day after the live stream airs. And it's probably more likely going to be noon Eastern time. But uh, just to give a little cushion, uh, definitely by 5 p.m. And so we air on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So you can definitely expect the podcast version of the episode to hit your player uh, the following day. And oh wow, we do have a, a comment in the live chat asking, what is the podcast? And I just want to respect that we have a very diverse audience. And so folks may not be as familiar with podcast media. And by the podcast, what we mean is we have a, an MP3 audio version of the show that you can listen to at agreenwayforward.org. And also, if you have on your phone or, uh, or other pocket device, you can actually subscribe to have those MP3s delivered directly to your phone through iTunes, if you have an iPhone, or through Android, any number of, uh, of podcast uh, players or, or aggregators, as they call them. And so when a new episode comes out, your phone checks the system to see if there's a new episode then automatically downloads that episode and then it's ready for you to listen so michael i'm going to ask you to to actually ask uh the next question because i think that you've got a, a sense of uh, how to provide the context 
uh, for all of our viewer listeners to actually understand the question. Sure. I'm curious if our audience would, what would they think about us having specific content just for the podcast? And so this would not be something, these would maybe be interviews or other types of show content that we don't broadcast live in our in our regular time slot at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page. This would be uh, just released through a greenwayforward.org, just in audio format, and you would only get it after the fact. That And you could listen to it, again, right on the website in your web browser, or you can have it delivered to your phone or other mobile device. And the reason I'm asking this question is maybe there are folks that we could interview who, uh, but because of their time availability or their technical availability, wouldn't be a great fit for the live stream at our normal broadcast time. Or maybe uh, it would just give us the ability to uh, produce an episode and, and produce different types of, of content that would be possible when we're not live and having everything that we're doing sort of exposed to our audience in real time. And if we only distributed that through the website, would people feel like that's a little bit of, of a, like a betrayal of our of our live presence or, or would you, you're eager for more a green way forward. However, we can get it to you. So that's that question. And thank you so much for that context, uh, Michael. Uh, the last two questions. First, how did you find out about a green way forward? Is it because you followed the Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page? Is it because you were referred by a friend, a political ally, or some other Facebook page? Or is there some other way that you found out about us? Uh, and the last is our request for your email address to receive a weekly newsletter about upcoming episodes and other updates. And a reminder that you can unsubscribe to that process at any time, no questions asked. So that's our survey at agreenwayforward.org. Michael O'Neill, I'm going to turn it over to you to see if there are any comments or questions that came in on the live stream well, that you want to cover and hear about any closing thoughts that you have. Sure. We did have a request for how to contact us, and I just pasted in a link to our contact page that we have on our website. We're thrilled to get questions and comments through that. Uh, we have questions about how does one join the Green Party and that's a topic we can talk about in a future episode about, um, you know, what to do, what, what should the green curious do, right? How to investigate your, the party wherever you happen to live and, and what are different ways that you can learn more about the Green Party. And, uh, you know, some people have different situations as to whether or not they're able to register as a voter in the Green Party, depending on what state they are in. And... Uh, yeah, so I, I, we've got folks kind of asking about, uh, well, they're saying that you know, the two-party system must be destroyed. Absolutely. And that's a topic that we will be revisiting in future episodes, to be sure. And I really want to encourage people to fill out the survey. It is so important for us to know that what we're doing here Monday after Monday is having an impact and is making a difference for you as the audience. You are the reason why we do this. And we really appreciate that you give us your time and spending part of your Monday evening or afternoon with us. And we want to give you the best 
a green way forward possible. So please do fill out the survey. Please do subscribe to our email list so we can give you updates about upcoming episodes. And also please share this program. And, uh, and we want to make this a program that you feel excited and proud to share. Michael O'Neill, thank you so much for that eloquent closing uh, and appeal to have people fill out that survey so that we can improve what we do. Uh, Michael O'Neill and I are both paid volunteers on a green way forward. Uh, and we also, like you, are committed uh, to you to making this time spent together as effective uh, but also, frankly, as entertaining and as interesting uh, to you, the viewer, as it is for Michael O'Neill and I. So I want to close by thanking Michael O'Neill uh, for being the co-host and really executive producer of, of A Green Way Forward. And I want to thank you, the viewer listener, uh, for participating with us every Monday or any Monday that you can Please do fill out the survey at agreenwayforward.org. Sign up so that we can stay in touch and join us next Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, when we will be speaking with Gloria Matera, co-chair of the Green Party of the United States. Until then, have a good night. Peace. A Green Way Forward is produced by David Cobb and Michael O'Neill. Go to agreenwayforward.org for links to our podcast feed and iTunes subscription, plus more ways to listen. Our live stream is graciously hosted by the official Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The music for this episode is Keep Sit Real by Player 2, available under a Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archive.